rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Yo, I am Tara Devlin. Yes, whatever. That's what my mother and father called me. This is it. Um, yeah, you're looking at it. This is Tara Devlin. My name is Tara Devlin. We are Unapologetic Liberal Talk. We meet here every Saturday evening. And uh, I really appreciate your flexibility on that because I'm, I'm late. I, I wanted to start the show at 8, but I couldn't get, I just couldn't get it together. <sighs> the tyranny of time, which is another reason I keep thinking about, well, I think about life a lot, just the existential whatever. It's not a crisis. It's just, I, I always think about not always, not like I'm sitting here thinking about life all the time, but I, I do think about the meaning of life and um, how short time really is. How it's we only share this this small period of time on the planet, and um, it yeah, it gives you a good perspective because it also makes me. It makes me, it baffles me why the Republicans, why we are, why we have to deal with people who, who seem to be so, uh, such dicks, you know, where we, we only have this short period of time. Why are you, why, why, why do, why must you suck so much? Why are you horrible? I mean, it's just horrible people. And how much longer are we going to take it? I, I'm sick of it, really. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm really up to here with everything. Um, you know what else? You know what I'm up to here with? Well, first of all, I'm, I, I, to, I promised I would open the phones. The phones are open. We're going to have a call soon from Thomas Reynolds from FYI Nation. He's going to call in. He'll break the ice. And anybody else who wants to call in, because I want to think, I, I really want to know what you guys are, are thinking about everything. Uh, what do we do, really? But you know what really gets on my nerve? Hey, this is what I want to, I just want to play this to get, a, just to jump in and as a, as a point of, you know, whatever, as a conversation starter. Where the heck is it? Why is, who's banging me off the hook over here on the phone here? Bing, bing, bing. Um, here it is. By Facebook. Oh, wait, is, is that the wrong one? What the fuck? Wait a minute. I thought I had... Don't even tell me. I fucked it up. Oh, for some reason, it's not saved. It was Vice President Harris... Doesn't that suck? Everybody. How did that happen? Oh, well, I thought I saved it. It was VP Harris saying, I must have saved the wrong part of the video. Uh, yeah, this is what happens when you're doing 50 things at once. The point was, it was, I could just tell you what it was. It was Vice President Harris saying, again, as we as they all say, this isn't about Democrats and Republicans. This is about Americans. It's not about who you voted for in the last election. It's about, you know, shut the fuck up. Yes, it's about Republicans. I'm sorry. 
I wish it weren't. You know, I really do wish that we had two functioning political parties. I Honestly, I wish we had more than two. But we don't. So stop pining for these for these fascists like a battered goddamn spouse pining for an abuser and that's what it reminds me of you ever have somebody in a you know you you might have been might have been in a bad relationship an abusive relationship uh, you know people that can't let go and they constantly i know i've had i've had friends like this i'm i'm sure i've been that friend who can't seem to let go of a bad relationship and then they're constantly talking to you about it and it's like give it up it's not working you know stop they're horrible they're cheating on you they're they're monsters they stole from you your whole family hates them they're they're idiots they're stupid they're evil they're lazy they don't they don't have a job they they use you they 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 robbed you i mean it could it's a laundry list wake up and but this is the way it is with the democrats shut the f- and i know um we we can't help it i guess because joe manchin and kristen cinema if i never hear those two names again i'll be quite content who made them the king and queen of the goddamn earth really because we didn't vote for it. Look, try, try. Hey, 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 Kristen Cinema and Joe Manchin, you try running a na- in a national election and get 80 million votes. Go for it. Then you could be the goddamn king and queen. So, like, uh, instead of the fissured hemorrhoids on progress. Now, today is the anniversary of, uh, you know, good trouble. The what's his name? That fucking name just went out of my head. Uh, John Lewis. <laughs> just whatever. I'm just I got names flying all over my head. Sometimes I just can't can't come out of my mouth. Yeah, it's the um, anniversary of John Lewis's death. I mean, it's a it's a joke. What a disgrace! Everything that that he got beaten for, you know, the Republicans wiped their ass with it, and the Democrats sit and pine for them to behave. Oh, please. Will you please become a functioning small-D Democratic Party? Please? It's not happening. And meanwhile, they're running out the clock. This is the the strategy. While the Democrats... I mean, at least, well, now that I'm saying this, I'm thinking of the Texas Democrats. At least they're putting their friggin' money where their mouth is. Do something. Fight. Take that lead. You know? But we're, we're hanging by a thread. I'm not the only one saying it now. You guys know. I've been, I've been saying for years. In every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. And here we are. And... Now, it's like everybody's catching up, but okay, they're catching up on one hand, but then on the other hand, they're still living in denial, right? Don't you think? Because um, if we're dealing with an anti-democratic fascist coup, then um, isn't that the most important thing we have to deal with right now? Yeah, infrastructure is awesome, but 
first things first, there is a, um, you know, the house is on fire. The Republican, enough. Because you know what it is, too? Because every time, on one hand, the Republican, I mean, the, uh, um, what's what's his name? Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and everybody, and all the Democratic leadership, every time, well, on one hand, they'll say, this is an existential crisis. We've never faced this kind of assault on democracy. And, and on the other hand, they're still talking about, let's find bipartisan votes for bills that you know, the Democrats, I mean, the Republicans, they're not going to vote for anyway. But by, by pining for them, like battered spouses, you're, you're negating the, um, the sense of urgency that you are trying to impart on the, on the American voter. On one hand, you're saying these people are dangerous. They elected a dangerous tax cheating, draft dodging con man who wanted to, who was trying to overthrow the government. Now, what would we have done? You know, but uh, let me just finish that thought. But in one, uh, on one, um, Hand they say that that oh this is a a, a crisis we're up against this um, a coup an unfit fascist bastard trying to um, inf- you know, overthrow not just infiltrate he's infiltrated the government with his unqualified lackeys and next time you know that that's the dress rehearsal next time they'll they'll be they'll they will have learned from their mistakes unlike the democrats it seems who don't learn um uh they i don't know they don't bang their heads against the wall i do though cuz that's what it feels like it reminds me of barack obama that's what i used to i used to bang my head against the wall listening to barack obama go on about how the fever will break. The fever will break. Now it's 10 years later. It's 20 years later. Has the fever broken? Did the fever break when they installed George F. and W. Bush in the White House despite receiving fewer votes when they overthrew that election? Did the fever break? That's when back then I was crying, screaming and crying about that. God damn it. Hello, everybody. My name is Tara Devlin. Guys, thank you for your super chats. We got a great chat room happening at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. And thank you, Haiku, out of the gate. Haiku, our moderator. A, f- a fair, fair but but strong moderator. <laughs> fair but just. Just, well, that's the same thing. Just, but I don't know. You don't take no shit. How's that? And um, Jim, thank you for your super chat. And Richard W., thank you for your super chat. Richard W., another great show. Tara, thank you, Richard. You're the best. (laughs) I need that. I need that kind of motive, you know, uh, encouragement. That's what it is. That's it's, It's encouragement, it's called. I rarely receive it, so it's very surprising. All right, I only receive it from you guys. 
Um, uh, what was I saying? I'm sick of it. How's that? Oh, here's something that made me sick, too. Everybody makes me sick. Well, not everybody, not you guys. Uh, you know, I was watching corporate media. I don't know what I, I, I monitor it. That's how it feels. I monitor the corporate media and I, it makes me want to, want to puke. But where is it? Come on. Everything's not working. I hope the phones are working when Thomas calls in. Let me see. Something is not showing up. Hmm. This is interesting. For some reason, hold on a sec. I wish I could, you know, I feel like I'm, uh, this is like a test run for the show, but it's not. In the meantime, you know what to do. Go to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin and become a patron if you want. If you want to keep the liberal media going and growing, that's going to help. Maybe I should force quit. Let's see. Let me force quit. Screen flow. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to play a video. It's not working. And also, what else can you do? Be not just become a patron at Patreon.com/slash/TaraDevlin, but become uh, um, give the show a good review on iTunes. That helps too. And yeah, okay. This is what annoyed me. And it's another example of how we're living. It's cognitive dissonance. So let me play this video. Yes, here we go. Yeah, I, I think it. I, I think it really is time. I mean, I wrote an op-ed the other day, which caused me a lot of grief. But I said, Joe Biden should call up Donald Trump if he'll take his call and tell him to please. Talk to his constituents, to his fan base, to his followers, whatever you want to call them, and tell them, beg them for uh -oh, the sake wait, of the wait, country wait, wait, to get wait, vaccinated. Wait, wait. You know, Donald Trump isn't... Can you hear that, guys? Is that not playing? Everything sucks. Is that... Um, can you hear that when I'm playing that? When I'm playing that video? I gotta wait for the delay. I hope it's working. Somebody on the chat, let me know. When I played that, was that coming through? It's hard to, I can't tell. One day, okay, okay. Hmm, the cat should offer you encouragement. They don't offer me encouragement. Okay, you heard it, great, thank you. Thank you, Haiku. You see and hear. It sucks because I hear everything in my headphones, but I don't know for some reason i can't i don't have the the feed that you're 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 hearing so things will sound like they're working and they're not but so far so good okay so all right this guy suppose he wrote an op-ed he's on corporate media and he's saying that joe biden should call trump and um, ask him to beg his mo his morons that uh, ask him to beg them um, to get vaccinated. Get the f right. Oh, the fascist coup guy. Oh, call him. It's time to work together. No, honey, this is a lost cause. Well, let's just to get continue. vaccinated. You know, 
Donald Trump and his entire family got vaccinated. Who cares? Donald Trump with Operation Warp Speed actually made it possible. No, he didn't. That's another thing. What did he do? Operation Warp Speed. He named it Operation Warp Speed and they signed some funding. What the fuck did he do? He didn't do anything. Joe Biden to have an accelerated path to getting so many people vaccinated. Bullshit. One last thing that Trump could do right now to benefit America is to tell his followers, please get vaccinated. Benefit America. With almost everything in his administration, but uh, now it's time for him to step forward and do the right thing. What? If he'll do it. (laughs) You see what I mean? Get the fuck out of here. Now's the time. To do the right thing? Now's the time. It wasn't when you came down the escalator, right? It wasn't when you were saying that the coronavirus was going to disappear like a ma- like magic. Or when it, how it was nothing. It was just a flu that now killed 600,000 Americans and counting. Now's the time. So Joe Biden should call the fragile uh, wannabe dictator who is who who still won't acknowledge that he's a loser and 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 say oh for the good of the country for the good of the country this is what i'm saying guys cuz it's like it is crazy man it's crazy town we live in a freaking crazy house I would rather I would rather live in a loony bin because at least everyone know is is authentic there. You know what you're dealing with. Here is people walking around with pathological d- denial. Come on, give me a break. Uh, Joe Biden should call him. Well, what? Uh, J- Freaking Twitler couldn't call him to concede. Couldn't call Joe Biden to concede. Oh, he shouldn't. And the other day, another thing I heard on corporate media that made me want to vomit, they were saying how um, Twitler, will Joe Biden, something about the portraits of the, of the, uh, in the, you know, the presidents, how it's a tradition for the former president to invite, uh, or for the president to invite the former president over so, to unveil the portrait. But Trump, you know, he, he uh, wiped his, uh, his smaller than average Mario Kart looking penis on that tradition. And um, then they said, well, it will be interesting to see whether Joe Biden in his um, wanting to unify promise if he will invite Twitler over to unveil his portrait. How about this? This is the portrait. How about that? We're going to bring this tax-cheating, draft-dodging prick, this this Russian plant, we're going to bring him in and unveil a portrait. Because in the, in the spirit of unity... You, it's only, the unity always goes one way, though. And this is what I'm sick of. I don't know about you. It's not just me who's sick of it. The country's sick from it. Jesus Christ.
Let me see what else I totally agree with you. I think the president, it's worth going down to wherever <laughs> wherever the retired uh, Floridian lives, Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I would add to that. I mean, I think if Fox News made this a mission statement um, for everyone eligible to talk to their doctor if they want to first and then get vaccinated, those are the two entities, yeah. the ex-president and Fox News, that could have the greatest impact. You look at the ratings, cable news ratings, Fox News has massive numbers of people watching their programs. They could save millions of lives if they wanted to. And and the question is, do they want to? Exactly they right, can Saving lives. It's about saving, yeah, saving lives. Only, exactly. Only they can answer it if they choose to. Dr. Redliner, thank you so much. Can you believe this? Really? Can you believe the, it's, 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 I don't even know. It's man, it's manic. It's bipolar disorder. On one hand, we're, <clears throat> we're on the, uh, road to, to a coup. The coup is continuing. The lie, the big lies go. On the other hand, oh, let's go all get together and save lives now all of a sudden. Let's all save some lives. It's it's about doing for the good of the country. Come on. Um, I got to hear something from before we open the phones officially. I just wanted to show you one thing. Let me see. Where is it? Oh, okay. Because I've been doing these shorter videos in the whole... That I mean, help to grow the channel and the show. Um, here's I got this. I did a video about Ashley Babbitt, and I did a couple of videos, and you know I've been pointing out that the Republicans are fascists, and as I've been saying for years, and on a video that I titled uh, "Ashley Babbitt is the Fascist GOP's Horsed Vessel." And I, you know, he was the Nazi scumbag lowlife who got killed in a bar brawl. Well, he was beaten in a bar, 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 a bar brawl, died a few weeks later. But in the interim, he was made a martyr from uh, Joseph Goebbels, and they created a whole mystique around him, including a an a song that became the Nazi anthem. Blah blah blah. This is what they're doing to. Ashley Babbitt. Anyway, so in that video, I said, "In every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism." And and I got it. And I didn't respond to him. I didn't have time yet. I I will respond. But I just wanted to point it out. This guy, um, he he posted, "Tara, I am a Republican. You are wrong." In all caps, there is not, nor ever has been, a fascist thought, word, nor deed ever passed through my mind, nor my actions, nor the action, nor, nor, he likes nor, nor the actions of my Republican friends. And I have been around a long time. I cannot say one particular friend, oh wait, I can, I cannot say the same thing about one particular friend who happens to be a staunch Democrat. I welcome you, dare you, to prove me wrong. On the other hand, I would be happy to show you how wrong you are. Well, here's my opinion on that. Bullshit. Okay? Uh, no, I am not. Uh, he says, uh, you are wrong. There is not, nor... Have, it's very hard to read 
Republican writing, there is not, nor ever has been, a fascist thought, word, or deed. Well, if that's the case, then you're, he's the worst. You understand? Because you, um, you're, if that, if you never had a fascist thought, but yet, when a con man, when a when a wannabe dictator con man comes down an escalator, vilifying a uh, targeted minority group du jour, and you vote for that fucker, you, you are condoning that. You're a fascist. You know what I mean? Uh, we can't help um what happens with our our tax dollars you know people say i don't want my tax dollars going to this i don't want my tax going to war i don't want to go into abortion or whatever the hell which they don't by the way but you can help who you vote for you know so um this he this is a one of the um, good Americans, right? Like the good Germans who never um, never supported Hitler, yet cheered and um, you know went along. And I guess uh, many of these good Germans in in the in the aftermath all denied how much they really supported the uh, you know Hitler. But here's, this is what we're dealing with. That's pathological denial. Of course you're a fascist. You don't have a fascist thought? Well, um, I beg to differ, considering you are cheering fascists, voting for fascists, voting for people who are actively undermining and destroying democracy, cheering uh, a, a violence-inspiring thug that's fascism you freak and i'm sick of these uh this bullshit none of my friends are fascist every republican is a fascist by extension i don't even care i don't care if it's if it's my sister who i suspect voted for twitler i don't care if it's my if it's anyone if it's your granny your mama your next door neighbor, your your milkman, I don't care who the hell it is. You support a a fascist, then you're a fascist. Own it. You don't like it? You don't like being called one? I and but he has no no proof, of course. He says, I don't have any I don't have a fascist thought, word, nor deed. Well, I guess you do your dirty work by extension then. Because you, you, you're not a fascist, but you vote for fascists? But you, I mean, because anybody who's not a fascist would have already been out of that party. Yeah, and you know it. If the, say, if the shoe was on the other foot, if the Democratic Party turned into a fascist party, we would be the F out of there. I wouldn't be a Democrat. I wouldn't be a registered Democrat. And I'm sure you feel the same. If the Democrat, but that would never happen in the Democratic Party. You understand, like it, the, the a um, a con man would never be able to to become the standard bearer of the Democratic Party. Somebody who came down an escalator or anywhere, calling um, Mexicans rapists right out of the gate. 
That's a, you're a fascist. That would never have, that would never, um, never have happened. The Democrats wouldn't, wouldn't stand for it. Fascist bastards. So, um, yeah, wait, hold on. Son of a bitch. Everything's broken tonight. Let me, but I will respond to that guy. Am I wrong? I mean, it's really, it's really unbelievable. How dare you? Own it. Party of personal responsibility. You don't have a fascist thought in your head? Then what are you doing voting for fascists? What the hell? Stephen Lee on the chat says 608,362 dead as of now. Yes, and I always, I mean, I think about that when I say like over 600,000 dead. Because it seems so, it's uh, dismissive. It's each person. That's a that's a life. That's somebody's somebody. That's say friend. That's a family member, a mother, a father, a sister, a brother. That's grieving family. That's six hundred and eight thousand three hundred and sixty-two grieving families. That's six thousand eight hundred and three hundred and sixty-two needless corpses. That didn't have to happen. The lives prematurely cut short. You're not a fascist? Then, I mean, wake up. If you're not a fascist, then what, what are you doing? What are you doing voting for somebody that enabled 608,362 premature American corpses? The, and the lies on top of it. You're not a fascist, but you 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 buy the lies. You're okay with less the guy who gets less votes being the president, being installed as the president, and then you're okay with the enablers spreading the big lie. You're okay with the unquestioning sycophancy to the to the con man. You're okay with the enablers doing the bidding of the of the dumb fiora, the dim leader, and un, and do, doing all they can to ensure that the next um, the next election will be the last election. You're okay with that. It's disgusting, and it, and it reminds me of, for example, when we were just talking about George W. Bush. Back when that happened, Bush v. Gore, I was equally appalled. Wait, hold on. I'll be right back. Back during when that was going on with Bush v. Gore, and I had a friend, I'm still friends with this person, but she's a Republican, and she's actually a lesbian. It's, it's the weirdest thing. And whatever, there's something wrong with her. And, you know, she needs therapy. But... Um, I remember when that was going on and I said to her, you should be equally appalled regardless of the fact that your guy won, that your guy was installed because this is not democracy. I would be appalled. It's not about, oh, I won. Who wants to win, quote unquote, by cheating, by rigging the game? Only who? Say it with me. Fascists.
Anybody who's a true patriotic American would be would have been appalled at Bush, Bush versus Gore. I was appalled. Many Americans were. But then we went about our business again. And here we are constantly. Um, never, uh, never. That's the that's the thing with Republicans. Never saying you're sorry. Never having to take responsibility. We just go on as if this is normal and it gets worse. All right, let's see. Oh, I need to breathe. All right, let's uh, I'll, let's start the phones. Right? Why not? Why the hell not? Right? What am I doing? So many buttons. Let's see. I haven't had the phones on in a while, so let's hope they work. Become a patron. Boom. I need to write a song about that. Become a patron, won't you do it? Support the liberal media, the real liberal media. If you don't mind, this is it. This is what we're up against. Because uh, I'm looking for a particular thing. The funk. I I'm sorry. I'm not. Um, I feel like I'm not prepared tonight. So many things happened today. It's not. I am prepared, but not. I I feel like not. That's not the right word. Just discombobulated. That's how I feel feel a little like not what do you call it just like everything all the technical problems are piling up so let's say fascism somebody actually actually another person on the chat you know on the who chatted not not chatted uh posted comments on the videos i've been posting they were like, you, oh, this is the other thing about them, about Republicans. That is so tedious. They think that they, they're, uh, they think that they're like my mission in life is to stop everything at, at, at a given moment when they say and, and debate them. Okay. It's so annoying. <laughs> But it it's another example of how of what babies they are. It's ba it's infantile. Like I'm gonna stop everything, and we're gonna go on and on about, uh, with a debate online. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Hold on. We got a phone call. Thomas. Hi, Tara. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? You can't hear me. Okay. I guess you can't hear me. All right. What the fuck? Great. All right. That's, well, that was a good idea. It didn't work. We're not doing phones, I guess. Holy shit. Okay. Okay, that's that. That's that. 
Let me see. Bye. I can't do it. If you can't, we got to drop it. It's not working. Phones ain't working. I don't know why, but I heard Thomas. He he couldn't hear me. I do not know why. We can try it again. I, I would have to. You know, I'll have to do. I'll have to. We'll have to do some tests later when we're not on the air. This sucks. All right, friends. What are you going to do? But, all right, like I was saying, forget the phones for now. Everything sucks. There's an echo on the caller's voice. So you heard him. You heard him. But there was an echo. Why the fuck? Wait, hold on. He's calling again. Call back. Hmm. There was an echo. Son of a bitch. It's always a problem. You see what I'm saying? And this is the show that is only two hours, so it's not like we have all day to F around here. And nobody wants to hear this shit. Like somebody listening on the podcast, they're like, forget it. Forget it. You know what I mean? They'll be like tuning away. This is the liberal media? Yeah. That's what I mean. It's a, we got problems here. Why would there be a, hmm, very interesting. Okay, I have to figure it out. Okay, guys, so what was I saying? So the guy, this is what I'm talking about with these, uh, the annoying Republicans who, um, who come to my channel. So then, so, all right, let me focus as, so he was saying, uh, you said that Republicans are fascists, but you don't give any examples. This is what he's saying. And I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to sit here and catch you up with, um, everything that we've been talking about with, for the past year, as if every little, um, five minute video I do, I got to make sure that I, um, uh, that I target it towards those who are willfully ignorant and, um, need a lot of hand holding. So every video I'm supposed to give like every example of Republican fascism and it's, and then it's, um, let's debate you and then it's um you're uh you you don't you are afraid to debate me you know what i mean <laughs> it's like yeah that's it that's uh, that's why i do a show because i'm not i have no interest in debating uh one one lone friggin guy on youtube Okay, you're welcome to subscribe. Hit the like and subscribe and the notification bell. Um, I'm not here for you. And it's another example of the Republican. It's just infantilism. The center of the universe. Everybody's going to stop and explain to them again and again and again and again their problems. You know what I mean? It's goddamn tedious. I'm sorry. I got work to do. We have work to do. We cannot constantly uh, pander to these albatrosses around our goddamn national necks. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't give you 50 fucking examples. Excuse my language. Here. Here's a here's something. I'm a little bit annoyed right now. But you can understand that. Because everything it's just annoying. You know what I mean? I keep going through this with the with the technical problems and then I feel like I've conquered them and then it happens again. And it gets on my nerves. All right. Guys, you guys are great. And for example, okay, so we heard let's let's talk about General Milley. This the thing that um <laughs> that struck me because Donald Trump said that oh it's out of just fake news fake news fake news that he is trying to oh, that he was he he was going to overthrow the government in a coup and if he was going to coup it certainly wouldn't be with Millie here what did he say here it is in a more than 400-word statement issued from his post-presidential office that he thinks is the presidential office, he surrounds himself with the trappings of the president's. I mean, it's, he's so pathetic. It's sort of like all of the rest of the Republican Party surrounding themselves or, or pretending to be Democrats, small-D Democrats, while undermining the entire government they pretend to uh, to love well it's not the government they hate government but uh, it's so pathetic so he says uh, issued from his post presidential office Trump denied that he ever threatened or spoke here I mean this is an example of why I gotta get out of here Despite, here's what, here's his statement. Despite massive voter fraud and irregularities during the 2020 presidential election scam, which, there you go, it's a lie. There was no regularities in voter fraud. He needs to be in freaking prison. Otherwise, we're done. That we are, but here, um, let's call him and beg him to do the right thing for America for once. That we are now seeing play out in a very big and important states. This is verbatim. I never threatened or spoke about to anyone. Okay, he's right. This is a grown man, supposedly the best education, the big brain. I never threatened or spoke about to anyone a coup of our government so ridiculous sorry to inform you but an election is my form of coup and you know that if he didn't you know that he thinks that it it was it's spelled k-o-o the only reason he knows coup is because he's been reading it on Twitter, oh no, he's not on Twitter. I guess he can be on. He's he can look on Twitter. He can't post. You know that 
if he never saw the word coup that he would write K-O-O, okay? And if it, I was going to do a coup, one of the last people I would want to do it with is General Mark Milley. Well, this reminded me of his, his defense, quote-unquote, for, um, for, for not being a rapist, you know, all of the women who accused him of sexual assault. Well, I would never sexually assault anyone, be- or, or not anyone, but her in particular, because she's, she's not my type. Look at her. Same thing here. It's the same exact excuse. I would never do a coup, and if I was gonna, I wouldn't be with him. Well, it would be with Stephen Miller and uh, the rest of the scumbags, the bottom feeders. Steve, what's his name? You know, not Steve. Steve Bannon. Oh, my God. He's like the portrait of Dorian Gray in reverse. (sighs) He got his job only because the world's most overrated general, James Mattis, could not stand him. This is like high school and had no respect for him, which must mean he's highly respected by by people, and would not recommend him to me the fact that Mattis didn't like him just like Obama didn't like him, and I actually fired Millie was a good thing. This is a this is the president, the former president. Not a bad thing. I often counter to people's advice who I don't respect. In any event, I lost respect for Millie when we walked together to St. John's Church, which is still smoldering from the radical left fire set the day before. Side by side, a walk that has now been proven to be totally appropriate, like that perfect phone call. Fucking unbelievable. Somebody, is anybody in Ireland there? Hello? Can I come home? (sighs) He apologized. Where is it? Wait, wait, wait. And the following day, Millie choked like a dog in front of the fake news when he told him, when they told him he thought he should not have been walking with the president, which turned out to be incorrect. No, no, you dumb fucker. I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to curse, but... He apologized profusely, making it a big story. Instead of saying, I am proud to walk with the president of the United States. How about some, somebody stop him? Can, can we please stop this fascist freaking scumbag? Yes, Tara Jr. Jr. No, not you, Jr., I know you're a patriot and want to volunteer for service. But you're too precious. We can't put you in the harm in harm's way. Somebody. Yes, you're a good kid. Um 
He said that it would have been all over, no big deal, but I saw at the moment he had no courage or skill, certainly not the type of person I would be talking coup with. Can you fucking believe it? He doesn't have the skill. I'm not into coups. This is what he's, this is him verbatim. Certainly not the type of person I would be talking coup with. I'm not into coups. I'm just like I'm not into that that woman I raped in the in the dressing room. I wasn't into her. She's look at her. She's not my type. Come on. I only rape those I that I find attractive. I only put my small and average. Mario Kart looking penis into someone against their will uh, when I, it's a, when I find them attractive. In fact, around the same time, Millie, in a conversation, was an advocate of changing all of the names of our military forts and bases. I realized then, also. He was much different, a much different person than I had hoped. I said to him, spend more time thinking about China and Russia and less time being politically correct. (laughs) Like, wow. But never during my administration did Millie display what he is showing now. He was not woke. Actually, I don't believe he ever was. But that way I look at Millie, he's just a better politician than a general, trying to curry favor with the radical left and the absolute crazy people, espousing a philosophy which will destroy the country. God, who's destroying the country? Hmm? Anybody? It's them. Unbelievable. How is this happening? How is this allowed to continue happening? The Republican Party is the greatest threat to this government, to this country, as uh, we've ever seen. Like nobody's ever seen, like nobody's ever seen. Like nobody's ever seen. And Tara Jr. sitting on my hands. Come on, kid. I need my hands. Here's an article from The Independent. Patrick Cockburn. Okay, that's his name. That's what she said. The Republican Party has turned fascist, and now it's the most dangerous threat in the world. The G7 meeting focused attention on many challenges facing the world, but it did not address the most dangerous threat of them all, which is the transformation of the Republican Party in the United States into a fascist movement. Now, I remember, actually, this is me talking, not the article, but I remember when Twitler was um, elected despite receiving fewer votes, and there was a member of the Irish parliament 
sounding the alarm, saying um, the United States has just elected a fascist. And everybody was like, oh, well, you know, Godwin's law. Let's not talk about it because there's no death camps yet. Yeah, uh, Hitler committed genocide. We don't have the outright genocide happening, so you can't use the historical reference, which is bull, baloney. Because the fact is that even during World War II, the most people, I mean, they knew the governments of the the Allied governments knew what was going on with. Uh, the death camps, but in fact, FDR knew about the death camps and said his uh, his um, justification for not doing anything sooner was that the the best thing we can do is win the war. That's how we will liberate the death camps. Hold on. But for um, the majority of people, the, just the regular person, they don't, I mean, it wasn't, that wasn't the, on the uh, front of mind in regard to winning the war. It came out later, uh, just the, how the, the depths of uh, human depravity that the, that the Nazis had inflicted on civilization. So, you know, all those fascist steps in between, you could be a fascist and you could be an authoritarian and with not necessarily be um, overseeing death camps or but give them time though, you see? Give them time. Don't tell me they don't have the capabilities. It's there. Anybody who comes down a goddamn escalator vilifying a a minority group has that in them. And the the generations of anti-American rhetoric coming from the right-wing propaganda channels and then the so-called liberal media, the corporate media, doing nothing but doing their job, making people stupid, not informing anybody. What do do they inform? They don't inform. That's that's another thing that gets on my nerves. Well, let me just finish this. There's a, no, I don't want to read the whole thing, but there's a few um, highlights in this article that says the Republican Party has turned fascist. So, let's see. But Trump or Trump-like leaders may not have to face this Democratic impediment in the future. Well, he's meaning uh, when Donald Trump was in the White House, there was much debate about whether or not he could be called a fascist in the full sense of the word, and not merely as a political insult. His presidency showed many of the characteristics of a fascist dictatorship, except the crucial one of automatic re-election. But Trump or Trump-like leaders may not have to face this democratic impediment in the future. It was only this year that the final building blocks have been put in place by Republicans, 
as they replicate the structure of fascist movements in Europe in the 20s and 30s. Two strategies, though never entirely absent from the Republican behavior in the past, have become far more central to their approach. One is a greater willingness to use or tolerate violence against their opponents. And, uh, uh, where is, uh, and something that's become more notorious since the invasion of the Capitol. The other change among Republicans is much less commented on, but is more sinister and significant. This is the systemic Republican takeover of the electoral machinery that oversees elections and makes sure that they are fair. Minor officials in charge of them have suddenly become vital to the future of American democracy. Remember that it was only the refusal of these functionaries to cave into Trump's threats that stopped him from stealing the presidential election in November. Well, they're fixing that, aren't they? Meanwhile, oh, here, while they fix that, where is this? That we get Joe Manchin, the most important man in the Senate. Apparently, they're they're following him around the corporate media. This was today. Here. Let's see. Play for the filibuster for voting rights is that something that you could support well the bottom line is we should be working we should be working together on the whole uh, uh, on on uh, basically legislation that protects its people's right to votes sure. that should be something that should be common sense the people should have a right to vote that should be secured and it should be accessible and it should be fair we gained any Republican support we're getting some we're getting we're getting some it should be, we should have the right to vote, the people should support it, and it should be fair. Well, we should all not have to needlessly die without health care, too. We should all earn living wages, too. You know, we should all um, have retirement security, but we don't. We should all, it should be something that we're all, we're all agreement on, shouldn't it? Yeah, it should, but we're in the middle of a coup. The fascist bastards are taking over the government from the inside, just like the Nazis did. And soon they will be able to rig it forever. So doesn't matter if you vote, how many people get more votes. I mean, how many times do the Republican Party get to squat in positions of power despite receiving fewer votes? I mean, this is a precedent. And so what, what's, what a surprise. We, we're not surprised when they make it permanent. They don't care about who receives the most votes. They don't have an interest in democracy. Hey, buddy. You hear this, cat? Sassy. Authoritarian regimes across the world have found that it is much easier and more certain to announce the election result they would like than to go to all the trouble suppressing votes and gerrymandering. Oh, all right. I, hey, hey, hey. Get, hey. Sassy. Get down. 
You, you son of a bitch. Hey, you hear this? I'm not doing anything. He's just being a brat. See this abuse I put up with? Shit. It's abuse. Stop. Um, fascist leaders may use democratic processes to a- obtain office, but once there, their instinct is to pull up the ladder and let no one else climb it. Oh, God. It is worth listing the chief characteristics of fascist movements in order to assess how far the Republicans are uh, now um, into this fascism. Exploitation of ethnic, religious, and cultural hatreds hatreds is probably the most universal feature of fascism. Like, for example, when someone comes down an escalator vilifying a targeted minority group, and then the so-called Republicans say, I've never had a fascist thought in my head ever. Nor, nor, nor did I ever nor have a nor. I never had a fascist thought, a nor, nor deed. Nor word. Yes, you did. And and you put that that prick in power. Um, here's some more that the Republicans share. Others include a demagogic leader with a cult personality who makes messianic but vague promises to deliver a golden future, appeals to law and order, but a practical contempt for legality i mean they they have it all the use manipulation and ultimate marginalization of democratic procedures which have been going on my entire life with these fascist bastards unreal i mean this has been going on my whole life and it needs we need to own not i mean we need to give credit where credit's due they are a fascist party they're not a democratic small d democratic party take responsibility let's call them what they are we're up against this you don't pine for this like battered spouses you fight this I mean, we're we're not gonna. This is. Are we really going to allow this Republican coup to destroy democracy because of Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema, the two not very impressive human beings who will be vilified by future generations? Trust me. Especially Kristen Cinema, because she is she. There is nothing more tedious than her. Her her freaking um, her ugh, begging for attention. Her, I mean, what is it about her? She's so annoying that well, she tries to act like she's so unique. When she's she's just a basic bitch, a basic, not very interesting bitch. And 
and and an ill-informed one too. That's what makes her basic. She's nothing. She brings nothing to the table. She's completely clueless about what it means to be a maverick. What the hell's a maverick? In the John McCain, I'm a John McCain asshole. That's what she says. Because I did thumbs down like he did. But when he did it, he was saving millions from being kicked off health care. When you did it, you were, sen- you were sentencing millions to continue to live below the poverty line. Fucking, oh my God. These people are going to, they're going to screw us. Because of them. That bitch. That basic bitch. Who... She's a phony to through and through. I mean, one thing about Joe Manchin, that's he is what he is. We know that. He's, a, he's effectively a Republican. It's good that he's got a D after his name because it gives us the majority. We have a duty. Here's the other thing. A duty to ensure, to uh, nullify them. Take away that, their ability to beat us over their heads with their bipartisan cudgel. D.C. statehood. What do you think Mitch McConnell would do? This is what drives me insane. If this shoe was on the other foot, you think Mitch McConnell would be bipartisan, bipartisan. We gonna, can't we all get along? He would have, it would have already been done. Are you kidding me? Let's see. What else? Some more fascist... Um, characteristics the use manipulation and ultimate marginalization of democratic procedures a willingness to use physical force demonizing the educated elite and the media in particular shady relations with plutocrats seeking profit from regime change One by one, these boxes have been ticked by the Republicans until the list is complete. The Tea Party movement was an important staging post on the road to Trumpism. Trump himself possesses all the classic features of a fascist leader, though he was somewhat hemmed in by the institutional political divisions of power. Yet, these impediments will be less in the future as local legislatures, courts, electoral machinery, and Congress itself is colonized by Trump Republicans. This erosion of democracy has a precedent. Oh, given that Al Gore in 2020 and Hillary Clinton in 2016 were denied the presidency, although each won the majority. Right? But it has become all pervasive. That's how they do it. This is, they set up this precedent where the loser gets to squat in the White House and then people just like, oh, well, that's just the basic business. That's how it goes. Other countries are like, what are you talking about? The one who receives fewer votes gets to squat in the White House? Get the hell out of here. And then... The the and of course the Republicans trust me. Here's the other thing that drives me crazy, and why we need the liberal media because 
you don't hear this on corporate media. The 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 Republicans, trust me, if there were all these fascist presidents squatting in, I mean, George W. Bush in the White House, despite receiving fewer votes, Twitler, despite receiving fewer votes, the if it was the shoe was on the other foot, the Republicans would never stop talking about it. That, but the Democrats don't do it. They don't say um, the uh, illegitimate George W. Bush or the illegitimate Trump. They don't. That, that's what they need to do. They're not, and all of the Supreme Court justices and all the other justices, judges that they put in positions of authority. They shoved into lifetime um, positions on the bench just like the Nazis. I, I've been saying that forever. Nobody on the corporate media, on mainstream media, ever says that. But that's just another characteristic of fascism. You shove lifetime, you, you shove your uh, loyalists into the court. That's how all fascists take over democracies that starts from the inside. So when you go to court and you're like, hey, this isn't democracy, let's go to court. And then you encounter a loyalist. But the, you know, the, the uh, corporate media types will say, well, the, um, the system held... It held because of what uh, the, for example, the scums on the Supreme Court didn't throw out Obamacare. Root and branch. They did it on a technicality. Give them time. But they, they do, what do they do to voting rights? They, they destroyed it. They destroyed all of the work, all the marching, all of the the billy clubs to people's skulls, all of the the coalitions built, the door knocking, the 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 uh, Democratic candidates that we sent into local legislatures, all of the work that we did to to get people the right to, to vote, the Voting Rights Act, the Republicans just took a dump on it. And they've been doing it slowly over over years. Everything that they touch, you understand? They never expand voting. They never want. They don't want it. Jesus Christ. I'm so exhausted from continuing to, to say these things. And, and, and it gets worse. And it gets worse. And it gets worse. Finally, we got some corporate lickspittles on uh, corporate media talking about fascism. But they're still, you know, not fully invested. Neither are the Democrats, though. What are you going to do? They're just not. It's 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 enough to make you want to uh, knock your head against the wall. It really is. Voter suppression. And then they got the balls to uh, tweet about um, MLK and, I mean, uh, 
no shame in their game. They they don't have any shame. The so here's what the Democrats need to do. Every time they get in front of a camera, all Democrats need to say the illegitimate Republican Party, the anti-democratic small D Democratic Republican Party, the illegitimate Kavanaugh, the illegitimate all of them, Amy Coney Barrett, the illegitimate John Roberts, appointed by a less vote-getting con man himself, Bush. And thank you, Stephen Lee, for your super chat. (sighs) Trump, put the triangle in the rectangle. (laughs) You passed. Camera, man, woman. And Errol Thomas, thank you for your super chat. Republic clowns idolize idiots from Nixon to Trump, but always never seem to acknowledge Eisenhower as the last real Republican. That's true. Because he was not a scum, I guess. Hold on a second. Be right back. My name is Tara Devlin. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Yep, yep, yep. I can't By stand Facebook, them all. That- I can't stand them. Lives. Wait, hold on. Why does everything... Why does my computer suck? I'm just exhausted because I'm, I, I really don't know what to do. You know what I mean? I know, Junior. I fed him, okay? All day, harass, just harass, harass. Before the show, I fed him because I knew, I just wanted him to settle down, eat your dinner, shut up, stop harassing me, but... I don't know what you want from my life. What is wrong? I don't get it. What do you want? All right. The one other thing. Well, there's, there's many things we're talking about tonight. I'm just a little annoyed at the whole situation with the phones. It never stops. Now I got to deal with that. Holy Christ. You know what I mean? It's like the same thing. You're fighting the same battles. It's like... It's like everything that we're doing. You fight the same battles again and again and again. And here we are again. Just like I'm fighting the same battle with the phones. Now we're fighting the same battle. It's not... But it's not just against the Republicans. Uh, We're fighting the battle against Democrats. To, to smack them across the face legally and peacefully and get everybody on side. But I guess it's also, hmm, let's, let's think about this. It's, it's also because the, the broken-ass system, many of them, like Joe Manchin, Joe Manchin is a, uh, you know, he's, he's, he takes money from big-moneyed interests He's doing fine. He's doing just fine. Him and his daughter, his bitch daughter, who raised the prices on uh, on life-saving drugs. I mean, they these people are scums. So, anyway, another... I just want to show you this one thing that I saw today on the corporate media. 
I gotta watch this shit, so do you. I can't watch it alone. But I saw there was J James Carvel. I don't know if you watched. He was um, going on about wokeness again. And I, I'm going to show you this because it, it is emblematic of everything that it really is wrong. Wrong with the Democratic Party. Wrong. Get this. You know, this. who is this skeleton looking James Carver? Like, shut up. But it's also what's wrong with the corporate media. Here it is. Where some escaped it. Wait, wait, let's you know, go. OC, who tweeted support for protesting Cubans, but said that America's 60-year-old embargo plan, uh, that that's what plays a role in their suffering. And she was taken to task by former Congresswoman Debbie McCarcel Powell. She lost her seat, by the way, in Florida after being pounded by socialist ads. Right. Do you think there is a lack of understanding among progressives of how communism is perceived in places like Florida, where some escaped it? Right, totally. And, and I don't, I don't like communism. I don't know, you know, any, any yeah. Democrat that I hang around with thinks that communism, totalitarianism, is abhorrent. So, and, and when they, they say this without any lack of what's going on, it it damages the party because people have to answer for this. Why are we sympathetic to Cuba, or Venezuela? I have no idea, but I'm not in that parade. I can Shut the f up. He, and here, and the reason I'm playing this is because. Here is this James Carvel Democrat. He's supposed to be a Democratic consultant. Not, he, they don't explain. Who's, who is talking about communism? They, they conflate, they do the work of the Republicans. He, this is a gift, again, to the Republicans. They do the work. He's not explaining. No, who, who is asking for communism? Nobody. You know what I mean? But he's saying that, and so is Alex Witt. They're saying that, oh, well, the Democrats lost in, uh, in Florida because the Cubans don't like communism. Who the fuck is asking for communism? You know? But here comes... Asshole James Carville talking about woke again. Do you, hey, hello, hello, um, Crypt Keeper. We got a fascist coup going on, and what what is it with these corporate Democrats and uh, you know spreading the same talking points as Republicans? What is it? It's almost like. They, it's, this is the thing. They, they're also benefiting from the broken ass system. They don't want it to go full on fascist. They just want, um, they want corporatism. They want a kinder, gentler corporatism. They, they will say all the right things, but as far as, you know, we want to be a party of the people and, but all the while doing nothing about the income disparity, upward immobile. But you never, do you ever hear him, this skeleton looking scumbag, talk about um, the, uh, the upward immobility, uh, the economic disparity, that kind of 
the the middle class that became that went below fifty percent of the population, that kind of um, disparity that made a fascist coup possible, because into that disparity, and the, here comes the the fascist dictator vilifying minority groups. And here, let's just play this. Great, I can tell you. Yeah. Here's something you say. You say wokeness is a threat to the Democratic Party in 22. But but Democrats held their majority last November in spite of GOP attack ads about socialism, wokeness. about defunding police and the like. Why do you... What is... Wokeness is defunding the police and socialism? What is, but what is socialism? They never explain. What are you talking about? Instead of going on and jerking this, oh, this old cracker off, why don't they use this time and educate the American people? When we talk about defunding, see, I don't like that defunding the police thing. I don't like the, um, the way it's been framed. I think it's stupid the way it's been framed. It needed to be framed in uh, fund community policing. That's what, how it needed to be framed. And it, sh- it still has a chance of being framed that way if the likes of these two, the people who have the giant platforms, do it. They frame it that way. And explain it. Instead of saying, nobody likes defund the police. Well, why don't you effing change it? Why don't you educate and inform the poor scums, the poor suckers, excuse me, not they're not scums, the suckers who watch MSNBC or wherever, CNN. They never do that, though. Why don't you explain it? What, and what are you talking about with wokeism? What is wokeism? It's the same shit that's you're spread you're spreading Republican talking points. That's what he's doing. That's why I'm so it makes me want to want to bang my head against the wall. Cuz I'm out here saying please become a patron and these pricks got millions of eyeballs. And they're not saying anything. What is socialism? Explain it. What don't you like? Why are you spreading the, the bullshit that when we talk about universal health care, that that's somehow a, uh, that's something that people don't like? I mean, all they do is they throw out these buzzwords and they don't define them. And everybody gets to fill in the the blanks, like a Rorschach test, and that's what that's propaganda. So they're not informing anybody. They're not educating. And w- when they say wokeness, what is wokeness? Explain it. Explain wokeness, because right after he goes on about the uh, how nobody likes socialism, he goes. He, he laments how Republicans don't expand Medicare. Well, isn't that socialism? Holy Christ, I'm screaming now. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you on Progressive Voices. 
join us. At, you can listen to the rest of the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, YouTube. Become a pa- And on Patreon. Become a patron at patreon.com. And we will win. Oh, yes. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, democracy. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. And I will see you very soon. Hmm, that worked out nice. I just have this, like, hair on my arm. It's, there's a stray hair on my arm. It's driving me crazy. You know what I mean? It's like tickling my arm. It's bothering me. Oh, jeez. That's why I keep going like this. Because I'm trying to get, trying to find it. That's what happens when you have, when you look like a fucking Chewbacca fucked an Irishman. Excuse my language. All right, let's keep going with these sons of monsters. See messaging becoming a bigger challenge next year. We barely held, barely. We were on schedule to pick up 15 seats. We lost numerous seats. I mean, you know, I know messaging hurt us. If you, all you have to do is what? look at the what election message? returns, and you can see. Woke? And you know, about a fifth of our party, I think, is kind of naive, and we pay a larger price. Oh, that, yeah. I will translate from the corporate. They're talking about when they say naive. When a corporate dem says naive, they mean that we who want money out of politics we're being naive. You can't do that. You say that's too much. That's too much wokeism or something. That two thirds of their party are absolute lunatics. Two thirds of Southern Republicans believe in succession. So, I, so I, me know. too. Two thirds of Southern Republicans believe in succession. Yeah. Well, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time to open your mind. But that's too late for James Carville. There's no open mind there. Yes, I, I would defend it. I, I don't think what, what Congressman AOC said is, I think it's hurtful, not helpful. F you. What did AOC say? So, I mean, it's always something, though. I, I think it's factually wrong. wrong. Well, see, at, that's another the- thing. They don't, even there, he doesn't explain. Oh, what did AOC say? Like, we're all supposed to know this by osmosis. It's not like they were talking about what she said. I think what the AOC said is uh, hurting the party. I think it's factually wrong. Well, what did she say? Why don't you let us be the judge? What did she say? You know what I mean? There's no, they don't educate. Everybody's, and then, but this is a tactic because then you're going to be, all you hear as a viewer, is AOC is factually wrong. She said something that is factually wrong, and it hurt the party. And then you'll be at your wherever water cooler or at a picnic or something, and they'll you'll just say, "I don't like that AOC. She's factually wrong." And I've had, I had a friend. I still have a friend. <laughs> I have some friends. But um, somebody I do the cat work with. I do the New York City fer- feral cats. She's another volunteer. And um, I said, 
Oh, because I was going to, this was during the census, and I was going to volunteer, and that's what I was doing. I was like, oh, I got to go. I'm going to volunteer to knock on doors and get people to sign up for the census. And um, she said, oh, because I said it was being organized by AOC. And she said, oh, I don't like her. And she's, this is a Democrat, okay? So I said, really, why? I I just don't like her. And that no no idea, no uh, nothing. She couldn't point to anything. What does she do? I just don't I don't like her policy. Well, like what? What? What is she what what is it that you don't like? Uh, and then she got like annoyed. But this is what happened. She's like, "I just don't like her, okay?" So which says to me that you really don't know why you don't like her, do you? And I could venture a guess that here's an example why. I've done this before. Another friend of mine who listened to right-wing radio all the time. I mean, it's that's a whole other story. Somebody that needs deprogramming. And he said to me one day, like, you know, I'm not a big Nancy Pelosi fan, of course, but he's like, oh, uh, she was like on the cover of Huffington Post and it was on my computer. And she, he said, oh, I can't stand her. And I said, why? And he had nothing. You know, I could give you a lot of reasons. I, we can go on about the... You know, being a, uh, a a fundraiser, which is really um, and not not a useful skill if you're trying to make a country that works for all. You want to really get money out of politics. So, um, or you can go on and say, I don't like her um, pining for Republicans like a battered spouse, or saying. Take back your party. The American people need a republic. You know, you can go on. We could say things like that. We can we can say, um, oh, well, I could say how it annoys me how she goes on when she went on Jimmy Kimmel and said, we, he, the For the People Act, reduce the amount of dark money in politics, and then the audience applauds. Because we're, we're beaten dogs. You know, we, we learn to love our chains. And uh, as if reducing it is good enough. Just reduce the dark money. Not get rid of it. Because that would be, that's too woke. But, you know, people don't know. They don't know. They're not informed. So, well, that's what we do here. I try to inform. I'm not just like, oh, I hate that. That sucks. Oh, Republicans, I don't like them. They're just not woke. Okay. And then we go on about, are they woke? Do you think they're woke? What's the polls say? Do the polls, are they up? Are they down? Are the polls woke? Who's not woke? What do you mean by woke? I don't know. Are you woke? Woke woke up. You know, we bring the friggin' receipts. What is this? What is this? This is why we're dumb. That's why. Right here. This James Carvel guy. Oh, I don't like her. She's, I think what she said was wrong. Well, 
Well, why don't you effing tell us what she said? And I think it's factually wrong. Wait, really? Well, what the fu- What did she say? If it's so wrong, and shouldn't we get in on it? Tell us. Tell us all what you what she said. I mean, it's like this is this is what this is the entire corporate media strategy. This is what they do. Listen here, here. Nutty things that they come up with, and we have to figure. Oh, a way he's going to, the to both the both sides thing. This is what it is. I don't like her. She said something factually. What, whatever it was, who knows? I don't know. I guess I'll have to Google it. I didn't know. I, I didn't. I don't know what she said. Well, you know, you would think you'd like to inform, but and then he's like, we got nut. They got nuts on that side. And AOC, she's a nut. Why? Why? What did she do? What did she say? That's just nutty. Is she, did she say something about Jewish space lasers? Or did she say something about that if you work 40 freaking hours a week, you shouldn't be living in poverty? Or that in the f- richest country on earth, where billionaires are going to effing space like it's going out of style, that you shouldn't have to needlessly die without health care. That people shouldn't be afraid to go to the doctor because they might get a bill. This sucks. Pay, you know, more for their loonies than we pay for our people who I think are good people. I think they're just but, a little naive. But, but, but let me ask you from naive. a social, social rather standpoint, James. Don't you think that progressives have to push in order to break through with their message, right? Otherwise, nothing ever changes. So if you have to go to an extreme to get change, isn't that an argument for some of the progressive messaging on the issues like voting and police reform? You're going to get change, all right, but it's not going to be the kind of change that you want. Oh, okay. And and the most effective way to bring about change is to win elections. (sighs) So now we're talking about voting rights and everybody's all steamed up. It's somebody, I said somewhere, they have to get a math teacher and explain the concept of 50 plus one, all right? That's just where you are. And, you know, I understand that people have to push for, for sort of social change over a period of time, but right now we got to win elections. Hmm. And if we lose, look at the Supreme Court, look at the consequences, look at how many people don't have Medicaid expansion. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I thought that you didn't like socialism. Look at all the people that don't have Medicaid expansion, but that, those loonies are talking about socialism. How about you shut the F up? Stop talking about socialism. Let's talk about FDR Democratic Party. How's that? Make the Democratic Party the party of FDR again. That's all we're talking about. How about instead of saying we shouldn't be woke, what is this woke shit anyway? This drives me nuts. This woke, this especially when an old cracker like him is like, woke, this woke shit is the worst. Wokeity woke. Wokeity woke. They're all saying it on corporate media. Woke, woke. I don't want to be. And then they had uh, what the other guy, Al Sharpton, the same one. The wokeness is killing us. What the fuck are you talking about? Wokeness. 
No, you're killing us. You. James Carville. He's killing. He, he brought us to this point. The corporate Democratic Party brought us to this point. Because while the fascists were playing footsie with fascism, the corporate Democratic Party wanted their cut. God. I mean, the, the, the consequences are unbelievable. Now we're fighting down to the last vote to give people the right to vote because, yeah. in my opinion, we botched up a lot of the election in 2020. Let, let, let me Shut ask you. up. We botched it up. Well, maybe, you know, you should stop being um, middle of the road. How about you get, get the courage of your convictions? Fight. You know, remember that the only reason FDR didn't get elected to a fifth landslide term was because he was dead. Jesus Christ. That point, I mean, look at all the steps that Texas Democrats are forced to take right now to try to prevent Republicans right. from ramming through right. this restrictive voting bill. James, from a political standpoint, do you think leaving the state might hurt the Democrats there from a policy standpoint? I mean, they had no choice, right? So are these important? Got, yeah. But are they trade offs between policy and politics? Always. I mean, that's the essence of politics. I mean, oh it, it's all trade-off and compromise and counting and putting coalitions together. You understand, the Democratic Party is a, is a group of coalitions. And by the way, the people we did better with were veteran households. We did better with, with, with white married men. I mean, we have a chance to expand our coalition. That's the only way that we can hold on to power. And actually, our can, message— is that? How can you hold on to power when they're cheating? When they're rigging it? Was off to, to black voters, was off to, to, to brown voters. Look, look at what happened in the brown. Rio Grande Valley. Well, who's the look brown? I mean, what about the purple and the, uh, the zebras? I don't know. The browns, the pinks, the, the blues. I'm a blue voter. Not just because I'm a Democrat, but I, I get uh, de depressed. Happened in Miami Dade. Look at the Pew analysis Look of the it. election returns. Look the at it. Analysis. Look it's at it. Okay. Why don't you tell us? You looking at it? Why don't you fucking tell us what it is? Look at it there. So when you go to your water cooler, you could go, well, I don't know. Look at the Pew analysis. Look at this. Look at that. You don't know what the, what the fuck? All the same thing. Hmm. And I, 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 I'm, you know, I'm frustrated because I keep pounding to me, which is an obvious point home. And if they're more interested in tending to that fundraising list of being on television, for sure, they can do that anytime. But you what is he talking about <laughs> i'm gonna start crying oh because they're woke is that it but what does that mean what what is so triggering holy christ gonna do it in a minority that's what's gonna end up happening if we yeah, don't get well that will happen in the minority if we got the lacks of the corporate crowd the so-called corporate the corporate so-called dems that keep going on about wine and socialism saying like 
both sides that you got your loonies they got the jewish space laser lady and we got the lady that just wants everybody to have a living wage and that's just two nuts two sides of the same cuckoo clock together and start talking about things that are relevant in people's lives and yeah, yeah. who the hell isn't Who's not talking about what's relevant in people's lives? You see, because when AOC or someone who's democratic socialist talks about living wages, retirement security, health care, and then you get the James Carvels going on corporate media going, oh, that's woke and socialist. Well, what the hell? We're talking about what people are talking about. That's why Joe Biden, you know, I don't care. Like, Joe Biden is like, oh, socialism sucks or whatever. And when he, at the press conference, they don't even explain. We're not talking, we're talking about democratic socialism. Do you ever hear them say that the happiest, the 10 happiest places on earth are democratic socialist? We're talking, all we're talking about is regulating capitalism so the American people can have a seat at the table and we get um, a little bit back from the tax dollars that we put in. It's an investment in that middle class, you know? So, I mean, what are they talking about? Communism, socialism? Communism is not democratic socialism. And then they just say socialism and they never explain. Well, well, what are you talking about? Nobody is saying that the government needs to take over the means of private production. That's no one saying that. No one's saying that we all have to live in in, uh, prefab houses. We're saying that capitalism is, um, is rapacious that capitalism gave us the middle passage, that capitalism sold people, sold families, broke families apart, and will do it again. That capitalism will kill you all the time. I mean, just look at the the whole, like anything, look at the Pinto car. Yeah, when all of when the Pinto was exploding, that car in the seventies, I think it was, and then the the memos came out, and the 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 capitalists were saying, "Well, it's easier to pay um, pay off the families of the the ones who were who get killed in this explosive car that they created. That's what that's what the Pinto was. It was a car that blew up." You, when you got into a fender bender, you might actually be in a fireball. And they, they had calculated that it was, it was less expensive to pay off those, the families of people who died in the fireball um, than it would be to actually make a car that was safe. So they made that that calculation and they continued to produce these cars that were death traps and um that's capitalism for you ain't it 
Capitalism don't give a crap. Capitalism doesn't care. That's why you need democratic socialism. You need, all it is, is regulation. It's regulating these capitalist crack, crackpot freaks, greed-centered ghouls, so they don't treat you like nothing, like, but a host from which to suck life and profit from and discard like a husk. Fucking Christ. But this is, you know what I'm saying, guys? Am I out of, if I, am I wrong here? Because I see this, I see these segments on the corporate media and I, I want to scream. Because I'm like, what are you saying? Okay, you don't like woke. What's that? Explain it. Tell us what it is. What, it, what about it don't you like? But we're all supposed to know. It's, and it's, it's the same tactic that Trump does. He's like, you look at this, you look at that, look at over here, look at, oh, oh you saw that, what happened over there. Oh, it was terrible. It's terrible. But they never say. And then everybody's like, yep, that's right. Horrible. Fucking shit. And everybody's like, stupid. So, and then they say, I just don't like that wokeness. Well, what does that mean? Will you tell us what it means? What do you think it means? See, what I think it means is... It's just another Republican talking point that um, it's also, well, woke, well, it, 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 um, it originated in the communities of uh, darker pigment. And of course, it became a, a Republican uh, whipping post because they're racists. So the, it was terminology, stay woke, you know, it was all about... Uh, you know, understanding the um, oppressor and the uh, and th just the reality of living in this racist ass country. So of course, the Republicans had to take it and and turn it into something that they beat beat people up with. But then the Democrats, like James Carville, started talking about it: wokeness, wokeness. And then it started to be everything. Like anything that is, um, anything that you think, I mean, all it is, what the hell is it? It's, uh, being a decent person. It's just a new, it's the updated PC, you know, po oh, politically correct. We don't like that. What's that? Not being a dick. Is that it? You know, like calling people what they want to be called. Being somebody capable of functioning in a free democratic society, being a good neighbor, being a good person, being respectful, being somebody that is, that, that is decent to other people. That's all it is. Right? And, and so why are these, these skeletors taking Republican talking points and giving them validity. Right? It's almost like there's 
on the same side. Why would they do that? No, James Carville, um, both sides aren't the same. One side is, is a fascist um, loony bin, and the other side believes in democracy. And, and uh, the American dream for all. Nobody's saying that we're going to co- the government is going to own the means of production. All we're saying is that we, the people, through the power of our government that we form in order to make a more perfect union to promote the general welfare uh, over the welfare of the corporate elite, that we you you know uh, use our power collectively in government to say, here's the rules of the road. You want to have a corporation? Okay, well, you got to pay a living wage. And you can't dump your, your poison into our streams, and you have to behave like a decent corporate citizen. You have to pay living wages. You have to, you know, like st- uh, stuff that makes a, a society worthy and you know, worthy of us, worthy of all the sacrifices that people made to entrust it to us. This is what also gets me, gets me very upset because that's all we're doing. It's just democracy. It's, it's regulating democracy. It's regulating capitalism. That's how you have democracy. Capitalism is not synonymous with democracy as we could see all over the world. Capitalism, in fact, I mean, capitalism loves when uh, you can treat people like dirt. Capitalism is the middle passage. That's all like all you can say. That's all you say. When people say, oh, capitalism, say, oh, this is what they say on corporate media all the time. Capitalism, the greatest sy- system ever, the best. It saved more lives than ever. The capitalism has killed more than any other system, I mean, all I mean, all systems. Not, not that I know all si- every goddamn system, but look at the. That's all you got to say. Middle passage. That's capitalism. Oh, and you know who um, undid that? That was government. We the people said, well, you know what? This isn't the kind of society we want. Where you can own other human beings. Well, that wasn't capitalism that did that. In fact, capitalism wants more of that shit. And if, and trust me, history is not linear. It could go backwards. So, don't be surprised. I mean, we won't be around, but I often think, I just wonder sometimes about Will Earth, will the future generations, will they be free? Or will there, will there be slavery? Will there be? I mean, uh, by any other name, it could be this, it could still be slavery. Open. I mean, not that there isn't slavery, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, Jesus. Woke. I don't like the woke. Stay off of Cuba and, uh, you know, a lot of this other stuff. 
Well, okay, speaking of uh, being on television anytime, you can come back on my show anytime you want to, James. <laughs> oh, Good to say. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to hosting Tales from the Crypt. Woke. I don't like these wokeness. God help us. We're in big trouble. You know what I mean? Am, am I wrong? I mean, I was wrong once in 1972. I don't know. Sucks to be right, that's for sure. Damn. Right, everything sucks, and uh, you know, climate change, uh, everything is burning, democracy's on fire, the American middle class is dead. Well, on the ropes, putting it mildly. I just thought of Twitler, the American dream is dead. And we're and we're playing around with this shit. And all of that time, you see that segment, that James Carville segment, that was all, that was like over ten minutes on corporate media. And what did they say? Nothing. They said they don't like woke. They don't like loonies on both sides. Did they educate anybody? I mean, it's just so... No wonder, guys. That's how it is. No effing wonder. That's why... I know I say it. This is why your support for this show and others like it, Robin Kincaid, Mike Malloy, you know, FYI Nation, Verdant Square Radio, the, the, the independent liberal media is vital. Because we're the ones who are sticking up for the FDR Democratic Party, the FDR Democratic policies that will hopefully, if given a ch- if they don't, if they're, if they, you know, if the Republicans aren't successful in their coup. But we're the ones we're talking about the actual policies educating people, putting things in historical context, not just throwing out buzzwords that mean nothing and say nothing. And that's why on the other side, this is what they do to the Republicans on the other side. That's why they're such morons. Because you could just, they're just like these open, these wide open slates and these idiots just pour in their all, all their trigger words. Fucking Christ! So uh, I mean, where when we talk about here's the thing. This is what I said to AOC when I spoke to her at, at town hall, or whatever. And I said that that's why we have to frame what our initiatives, not as democratic social, whatever. But as patriotic imperatives, because that's what we they are. Because in order to have a functioning democracy, we to save the United States from fascism, we have to have a, a an economy that works for everyone. That's the patriotic imperative. 
We can't have an aristocracy. We can't have billionaires in space. We can't have billionaires. And another, uh, this is what there's on the corporate media. The other day, I, there was a, a Democratic legislator on there talking about billionaires in space and saying it's a good thing. Because the billionaires, hey, it's a good thing. Billionaires in space is good because they're spending their own money. And that means what? Why, uh, why do they have um, a lot, all that money to go to space? They can F off into space now? After they F'd us on Earth? Right? No, no, no. That's not the, that's not the recipe for democracy. Billionaires in space. So we should be um, grateful that they're spending their own money going to space when what? No. There should be no, no billionaires in space. In fact, if think about what we could do. We could go to space just like they did, you know, back when I was, I wasn't born, but when years ago, and, uh, you know, we, during the great prosperity, when the American people, well, the white working class was earning a living wage, tax, trade, and tariff policies made living wages for the white working class possible. And uh, the people paid taxes, the rich paid taxes at a high marginal tax rate, 90%. And maybe it was at that time it was 70-something after uh, Kennedy. And uh, there was so much, you know, people paid their taxes, um, and they, therefore, there was much left over that we could go to F and we can go to the moon, goddammit. So there's no reason. The only reason there's billionaires in space is because of the um, broken system. There should be no billionaires in space. It should be, if anything, it should be paid for by the by us, the American people, because that's how you know we're all doing so well that we can contribute through our taxes, and they are equitably. To, uh, progressively taxed to the point where because we understand democracy, we know that aristocracies and billionaires can't exist at the same time with a functioning democracy, so we we tax them so they there are no billionaires. And uh, everybody pays their taxes and then we can do things like go to goddamn space as a civilization right not as not not because some billionaire wants to jerk off in space because they have so much mad money after they buy politicians and corrupt government and buy government they have so much left over they can go f off in space i mean it is that is so gross Yes, Lee in New York City says a current Arizona Senator Mark Kelly went to space. 
But he was didn't go on to space as a billionaire. God help us. Listen up. You know it. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. This is Unapologetic Liberal Talk. Maybe one day we'll get the phones to work. Oh, God help me. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. That might help. Maybe I can get some help up in this bitch for this bitch. You know what I'm saying? I can't do it alone. We stick together, we win. That's the way we roll. This is our show. We're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. We will win. We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. All right. All right. All right. Listen, listen, listen. Thank you, Haiku. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Richard W. Thank you, Stephen Lee. Please give little Tara the chicken a kiss for me. Thank you, Errol Thomas. Thank you all for your super chats tonight and everything else for your emotional support, your spiritual support. I needed an emotional support. I was going to say I needed an emotional support animal. I got three of them, but they're not, they're not very supportive. They're such assholes. <laughs> you don't even know. I love them all. But they, they're very annoying. They're not getting along all the time. It's so annoying. Like, the hissing. It's getting better. Ever since I brought Ray home, it's, um, the balance of power has shifted. But Tara Jr. Jr. is, he's getting over it. But it's taken a long time. It's so annoying. Every time Ray walks in the room, it's like, shut up. You know, shut up. No one's getting fed any less. Everybody's getting the same. Everybody stop fighting. Even the cats can't get along. That's what I say. I'm like, what hope do we have? And then, all right, whatever. Who wants to hear these stupid stories? All right, listen, listen, listen. I gotta Now I got to go because I have to get the show prepared for progressive voices and i also have to figure out what the f is wrong with the phones this is another story why the phones weren't working so annoying that's why i say become a patron if you can patreon.com slash tara devon thank you robin m for your super chat right under the wire we got a lot of work to do that's why we need the unapologetic liberal media. I know you know it, so look at what we're up against. It feels so overwhelming. We'll see what happens on Monday. I hope to do as many shows as possible. If it will definitely one day during the week at least. But if you become a patron We'll do a show. Yes. I know, right? Lee in New York City. All cats are getting the same. You are treating them under communist rules. I am. Yes. It's not a meritocracy in here. They all get the same. 
and it's never enough. <laughs> Tara Jr. Jr. wants more. He's, uh, but he is the number one son. He is the best. I love that cat. Even though he's such a, he's so abusive at times. He's got personality. He definitely has a personality. He's a person to me. He really is. He's a person. Not a, not a, not an animal. He's a person. All right, my friends, my friends. Now I have another however many hours to go and do the last, the rest of the things that are required for this show. So I got to go. And remember, stay woke. <laughs> Just stay woke. Whatever you want, whatever you do, stay woke. And we will win. You know it. My name is Tara Devlin. Yep. We're on the right side of history, decency, dignity, and democracy. Thank you for hanging out. You make me, as much as I get despondent, at least you guys give me hope. We will win. We stick together. We win. Hopefully I'll see you, well, I'll see you soon, but hopefully sooner rather than later. <laughs>